0: This is a podcast brought to you by The Straits Times and The Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Straits Times and The Business Times, where we offer tips for the newcomer to the financial investment scene. I'm Chris Lim and my co-host is Ernest Lewis. Today, we are with Walter DeOder founder and CEO of Singapore Life. And we'll be talking about how to choose an insurance policy and whether or not there is one policy to rule them all. Hi, Walter. Welcome to the show. Hi, Ernest. Hi, Chris. Walter, back in the old days, you know, our, our parents used to tell us, just pick one insurance policy, life insurance. Pick a good one, talk to an insurance agent, sit down with him, and then never look at it ever again. Is that the way to go? Or is a more modular approach, term insurance here, a rider there, the better way to go, especially since technology enables us to be more modular and put in extra bits of insurance as our needs evolve and as we move along in life's journey and its goals? Well,
1: that's right, Chris. Technology has improved a lot since our parents were young. In today's world, we have so much additional choice about where and how to manage our wealth and where and how to manage our life insurance needs. There is a lot of choice out there. Singapore Life, as the newest life insurance company in Singapore, is built on a foundation of technological superiority. We have taken the best technologies in our industry And our reason for being is to take that technology and to turn it into better value for our customers. So our job is to take the life insurance needs that you have and to find a solution there that fits with what your need is. The old days of buying one policy for the rest of your life is not necessarily the way things are going to happen in the future. And we're seeing more and more people chopping and changing their life insurance and savings needs as new and better products come to the fore. And Walter, is there a discernible change, maybe a move from,
2: uh, as you said, more variety instead of just one life insurance policy to rule them all? As Chris said, is there a trend of people moving towards term policies, for example?
1: We've certainly seen that to be the case. In the old days, products tended to bundle everything together. You'd pay a much bigger premium and you'd get some life insurance cover, but your plan would also have a withdrawal benefit to But today what most people tend to do is you put money that's set aside for your savings and your savings goal into a specific plan that's designed for that purpose. And for term insurance or just to help your family in case something terrible happens to you, to put something aside for that specific purpose in a specific plan. So we've seen a definite shift towards more people buying term insurance specifically. And Singapore Life prides ourselves in being able to make that very, very easy and efficient for people to do.
2: So for someone who is new, what's the difference between life insurance and term policy?
1: So life insurance in its old-fashioned world was you'd buy a plan that's going to give you not only an amount of cover in case you die, but it'll also give you a benefit or a savings amount that comes up later on. So investment link, Like an investment linked plan, which would give you exposure to the markets and save your money, but at the same time have some life insurance cover that's attached to that. Investment link plans are going to continue into the future, but then also you now have wealth funds on one side and term insurance on the other side. So you can actually split these two things apart
0: depending on your needs. So break it down for us, Walter. How does one start from scratch in choosing an insurance policy?
1: Well, the first thing is to do is to decide what you need. Everybody needs life insurance and at some point in their life, and everybody needs a savings plan. The first question is, do you want to lump them both together, or do you want to deal with them both separately? Some people like to start saving a bit earlier before they need more protection, but the longer you wait to put some protection in place, the more expensive it becomes. So others would then say, well, we might as well start it early. Our advice is always to get your life insurance started and then build it up as you go. Singapore Life, you can get term insurance online very neatly and easily at the moment. And we will be building out wealth and wealth savings plans as we grow our technology into the new year. So know yourself and know your needs. That's step one. What's step two then? Step two is to do a bit of a comparison around the market as to who's offering what. Things like term insurance now are very, very easy to compare. And whether you're buying it from a an, an well-established 100-year-old company or you're buying it from a new technologically advanced company, you can see the difference in price and the efficiency that the technology creates in being able to give you better value. There are a lot of comparison websites to do that. Things like comparefirst.sg or just come directly to Singapore Life where you can compare the prices anyway to see the right benefit for you.
0: Now, if you're liking these money hacks so far, do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app or on Google Podcasts or even on Spotify. And like us and give us a rating, okay? And now back to a step-by-step guide on how to go about buying insurance.
1: Step three? Is there a step three?
0: Let's find out. Is there a step three, Walter?
1: There's always a step three. The step three is actually doing it. The biggest challenge we face in financial services or people buying insurance is they do the first step one, which is identify that they actually need something. Step two, where they actually go and do some homework and see who's offering what. But step three is actually to commit and buy. So many people get to the end of step two and say, oh, let me think about it a little bit more, let me think about it a bit more and never actually do it. Our suggestion is do the homework, make a commitment
0: and you won't be making a mistake. Do you have any stats to share with us on abandon rates when people have gotten to the last stage and then they abandon their purchase? We see it quite a lot. As a digital life
1: insurance company, we see a lot of people doing assessments and homework to see what it is that they need and then getting a little bit flustered at the last minute when they're trying to compare everything and try and make sure that they have the right choice. Our view is that as a technology-first company, as long as a client has trust in the Singapore brand, has trust in the company that they're about to buy and that they've done a little bit of homework about the price reasonableness, just go get on with it and complete the transaction.
0: Do you have any tips on how to do enough preparation or mental coaching for yourself such that when you reach the, the checkout stage, you're comfortable checking out, maybe you need to uh, be realistic in your goals? Maybe you need to be realistic about what you can afford monthly or annually. Does that help? And when telling yourself, look, I can definitely afford this or I definitely need this so that when you're about to check out, you know you've done that mental check.
1: As long as you've done a reasonable check to say that I need something. Insurance today is a lot different from how it was 20 years ago, whereas today it is a lot more flexible. You can always buy some more. You can always cancel it and and change it as you go, depending on your needs. In the old days, you had to worry a lot more about making a mistake with these things. But Whereas today, because of the efficiency of technology, you can be a lot more trusting that the flexibility is there to be able to amend your product or need as you move forward.
2: Walter, what about step four? Is step four something I should look at when I need to consider healthcare insurance as well? That is increasingly important, especially in this country. What do you think of that?
1: Of course, everybody needs some health insurance. We are very lucky in Singapore to have a well-established shield plan system. Uh, Most of the shield carriers here uh, provide for a relatively comprehensive amount of benefit. Uh, And even myself personally, I rely heavily on a shield plan for my own healthcare needs. It is possible to buy up for additional coverage. Some people think that that's important, uh, whereas I think
0: most of the time a shield plan is relatively good enough. You've mentioned in another episode how CPF Life is a great foundation to start your retirement planning. And you mentioned how, you know, SHIELD plans are a great start to covering yourself in terms of health insurance. So get the basics out of the way and then see what additional coverage you need as well in terms of health insurance. That's
1: totally right. Get your basic foundational plan in place. Look at what you've got from the SHIELD plans. Uh, look at what your employer is offering from a health care perspective and then see what you need further and, and above that. We are seeing new kinds of additional plans coming coming on top of that, things like critical illness plans, just to protect yourself and to preserve your lifestyle or the lifestyle of your family in case something like a critical illness, like a cancer or a stroke or a heart attack happens. Those kinds of plans are actually really good additions to an ordinary shield plan for those critical events. Should I look at something like income protection? Income protection is useful, which really provides a benefit to you in case you are disabled and can no longer work. Uh, An income protection plan is definitely something worth considering. But I think the building block should be shield plan first, look at other critical event coverage second, making sure that you have enough life insurance cover around that, and then a disability income plan as a final step.
0: So step by step and get the basics sorted, really. Correct. Walter, how can we access Singapore Life's services?
1: We offer all our products and services digitally at singlife.com.
0: Thanks, Walter, for all these tips. Very, very useful, especially the step-by-step approach. Well, that's a wrap for Money Hacks. We hope you like these latest tips. Do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app or on Google Podcasts or even on Spotify. And like us and give us a rating.
2: That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcasts at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor. back.